Alrighty, it is 5.40 on Saturday morning, and I am up getting ready for my long run this morning. Plan to leave the house about 7.15, so I always try to back up about two hours uh, and eat. I like getting up and drinking coffee and eating first thing, just get the digestion, digestion started. So I will probably start my run about 8.15, so this is kind of right in that two-hour window. So... Last night, I got everything laid out, got my Innovate vest, got three gels. I'm going to try to do one gel per hour. I've got a bottle uh, that I need to mix up with a Tailwind pack. It's 200 calories. So my plan is to drink a third a bottle per hour. So between those two things, that's about 170 calories per hour. And that, that's a good goal is to try to get around 200. I've also got uh, some Lay's chips, just plain Lay's, and uh, some honey stinger chews, so I'll have something salty and just something different to kind of chew on with the chews, so, and I'm planning on having those, I'm about to grab these chews out of my, I've got like a big gallon bag just full of gels and chews, which is nice to have the options to grab stuff from, but my plan is to do basically kind of like I did last week with our run here in the neighborhood was every hour I'd stop back by the house and grab a drink, grab a couple Sour Patch Kids, pretzels, and then just start back on a loop. And so that's what I'm hoping to do at Lincoln Parish Park is do, you know, kind of every hour stop back by the car. So I'm going to have to figure that out because when I get out on the trails, it's a 10-mile loop total. But the last time I did it, somehow I ended up back at my car about an hour because I did the trail backwards and didn't necessarily take every single route. So I'm going to try to do that again, uh, but we'll see. But I'll have some stuff with me, too, so it's not like I've, if I don't get back to the car, I'll, you know, we'll be in bad shape or anything because I'll have my gels with me. I'm going to have my handheld water bottle. So at the car, I'll have a, an extra bottle of water to refill my handheld and I've got my iPod charged up, some podcasts, got my mighty Spotify player pop, uh, charged up with some uh, with a good training playlist. And that's been a good thing. Emma, Emma is up with me. I'm about to get her settled on the chair under in a blanket, her favorite spot for the morning. But she wants a treat right now, so I'm going to um, grab her one of those. But anyways, I really enjoyed having the option of both the Spotify player and the podcast. I don't know what's kind of preserving battery life of both. Alright, So that's pretty well, pretty much what I've got loaded in my pack. I'm also gonna try to test this out for the marathon next Sunday. It's probably what I'm carrying. Um but, but yeah, overall feeling pretty good. It feels like it's about seventy-five degrees outside, which is crazy because last Saturday it was about thirty-five degrees outside. So it had a major temperature swing, but I love the the warm heat. So I'm going to get my coffee it's brewing, um, get a bagel with some peanut butter and a banana, then take Emma for a walk, then get ready, then hit the road about 7.15. Already in the car, headed to Ruston. <clears throat> it's about 7.20. So got away about five minutes later than planned, but that's still doing good. So... Yeah, I'm looking forward to the run, feeling good, feeling excited. My legs are feeling good this morning. I used the foam roller for a bit, tried to stretch out, and just kind of work some soreness out. I've got a little bit of soreness in my quads, but I think that's just normal. 
Um, it's nice outside. It's about 71 degrees. It's kind of overcast and windy, which I, it's kind of a good combination. I like, I like the warmth and the wind helps kind of move the air around a little bit and it kind of feels like it might rain, but I checked the weather forecast and no chance of rain, just overcast. So, but even if it did rain a little bit, that would be all right. So I've got about, it's probably about 40, 45 minutes, uh, from like door to door from our house to the park entrance. So I've got some podcasts queued up that I'm about to listen to, listen to the last, um, kind of mid-season podcast of 30 for 30 which is the ESPN podcast and then there's a new like cold case murder thing called I think it's called murder on the cape that I might listen to one episode on my phone but I've got one queued up on my iPod so for the run so I don't want to get those out of whack but um it's not a bad drive at all and I'm looking forward to just getting there and getting it done I really need to start doing my doing runs on Sunday too. The past few weeks have just been crazy, and I've not been able to do long runs or rides on Sunday. But tomorrow, I think I've got a one-hour ride on the schedule, which will be good because I'll just kind of build some endurance, but not be real taxing on the legs. It'll be good kind of recovery spin. So I'm hoping it won't be raining, and that I'll have the time to get that done tomorrow. I am looking forward to daylight savings time, so that's tonight. So I have get an extra hour of sleep. Uh, leading into the marathon too, which will be next Sunday. Hopefully, it'll be a little little lighter in the morning at 7:30. That's the race start. I'll probably leave the house about 6:15, get there about 6:45, and the race starts at 7:30. So it'll give me about 45 minutes to be there and just kind of get settled. Uh, I don't want to get there. That's the fine line of getting there too early, getting there too late, and being stressed. But I'll pick up my packet on Saturday, so all that stuff will be done. So pretty much Sunday morning, just have to show up. But I've been thinking about the marathon a lot and kind of like when you're training for an Ironman, like doing a half Ironman, you just look at it as, you know, just another part of your training. And that's kind of how I'm looking at this marathon. Whereas like if I would look at, a, you know, like a half marathon in marathon training, the half marathon wouldn't be that intimidating because it's just part of the step of training for the larger event, longer event. Whereas for some people, you know, the marathon is like the ultimate thing and that's intimidating and a scary thing to be training just for that. So for me, mentally going into this marathon and then even with the 50K, I'm trying to look at them as not intimidating in, uh, you know, hard events because I have to have the mindset that it's not, that it's just like a stepping stone on my way to this 50 miler. I'm really looking forward to it as just or looking at it as a long training day, kind of a catered training day, as some people would say, like where you've got, you know, the support out there on the course. You don't have to worry about kind of setting up your own aid stations. You've got the adrenaline from the crowds and just being part of something bigger. So I'm by no means I'm trying to run my fastest marathon ever. My fastest is like 422, uh, which isn't that fast, but it was good. It's good for me, you know, trying to get under that 4:30. I tried to do that for a while and finally got that. Actually, at the West Monroe Marathon a few years ago. Uh, the course is different now, but I'm looking forward to it. Definitely not trying to go for a PR. Just trying to get time on my feet. So really, the longer the better. Definitely want to be under five hours though. But my goal would be, you know, between 4:30, 4:45. But we'll just see how it goes. But just trying to get out there and get it done. 
and not be intimidated not be intimidated by it but just look at it as okay this is great training for the 50 miler so just interesting to kind of shift the mindset that's a huge part of distance running is your mindset I think it's 90% actually so about to hit the five minute mark so I'm going to sign off here but I'll probably check back in later with a few thoughts along the road Alrighty, it's about 11.15. I'm leaving the park. My run was tough. It was not, did not go as well as I would hope, but it was still good. It's, I ended up cutting it about 2.45 instead of 3.30 just because I was, I was hot and I think I got dehydrated, then overhydrated and it was overall just a pretty tough run, but I'm glad to have gotten 2.45 in. I wanted to cut it a lot shorter than that, but I just kept going. Uh, from like when I first started the run, I just felt just tired. Like my legs felt heavy. I was breathing hard. I felt like I hadn't, it's kind of like when you haven't swam in a while and you get in a pool and you go do the first, you know, 25 yards and you're just panting. It's like, what is the deal here? Why am I, um, struggling so much? But you know, once I got into it, things loosened up, started feeling better and you know, did the first, I didn't even do the first full, so if the full loop on the advanced trail is 10 miles. But I knew I probably wouldn't get that uh, because I wanted to cut back over to my car and right around six miles around the hour mark to refill my water bottle and grab some. I ended up, we didn't, I thought we had some plain Lay's chips. We have like one of those little mix, or big mixed bag of little bags. And but all the, it was like barbecue or cool ranch Rios, all the stuff that seemed like it would be, you know, nothing, just kind of good, plain, like Lay's. So we had some tortilla chips, so I got a little baggie of those. And then um, I was going to grab on like a, at a convenience store on the way here some Sour Patch Kids, but I had some Honey Stinger Chews, so I thought, well, I'll just do that. But I wish I would have gotten the Sour Patch Kids because those are just easy on my stomach which is kind of seems kind of strange but they're I don't know they're just they're interesting to eat because they're sour than they're sweet um and so anyway I did the cheese, the orange cheese and it was it was not good but so my fueling was kind of a bust all around because I had tried out the new tailwind um tropical punch and that kind of upset my stomach a little bit I was after I drank it I would get uh, some stomach cramps so all in all, I don't know, things were just kind of haywire, and it was so hot and humid. It's 75 degrees, but it feels hotter, and I don't remember a time during the run where I didn't feel like sweat was, like, forcibly exiting my body. It was, like, coming out of my eyes, out of my nose, like, <laughs> off my arms. I mean, like I was, my shirt was soaked within probably the first two miles, so... I was drinking a lot of water, and then, so right around, a little over an hour, I was at a place where I thought I, if I kind of cut across a few roads, I would be close to my car, and thankfully I was, so I refilled my water water bottle, went back out, uh, right around hour, probably like 2.15, kind of came to the same place again, and thought, well, let me reach over, uh, or cut back over, fill up the water, and at that point, I was really dehydrated, so I filled up my bottle, which is about 16 ounces, my handheld, and just drank the whole thing like in one shot just there in my car went and filled it back up again and then my then tried and then I had an apple in the back of my car and so I started for some reason that just seemed really good so I ate a couple bites of the apple and I had like 16 ounces of water sitting in my stomach and so I started to get going again 
and only made it about 30 minutes before I was like, okay, I gotta just call this because just everything was sloshing around and I was so tired and hot and it was just not good. So I, the mentally and physically today was not good, but two hours, four and a half minutes is better, better than nothing. And it was a good learning experience. And I'm really actually getting a little worried about this 50 K out on these trails. You do the 10 mile loop three times and I don't know. I don't. I at this point, I'm not sure I'm going to be able to do that with the amount of training I've got. But definitely going to try. The good thing is it's a loop course, so if I, you know, make it two loops, 20 miles, they have a 20 miler, and if I need to call it, I can call it. I, I hate to do that, um, but I don't know. There is going to be plenty of time between that and the 50 miler, so I'm not going to like hopefully injure myself or anything. But I got 18 wheelers like coming to a stop in front of me, but. Oh, I don't know. So I got to get the confidence up over the next couple weeks. And yeah, but just that comes through training and testing stuff out. I need to go back to my tried and true um, fueling of pretzels, Sour Patch Kids, Gatorade, and water. A couple gels here and there. But gels, I'm finding, are just not good on my stomach. So we're going to get all that dialed in. All right, just stopped at Chick-fil-A. And I'm going to describe to you the best sandwich ever. So this is one of my favorite things to do. So Chick-fil-A, their grilled chicken sandwich is really good. So I always get the grilled chicken sandwich meal, no lettuce. The lettuce is not that good. So again, no lettuce. It's just basically a grilled chicken patty and a slice of tomato, wheat bun. What you do is you take, you also get a side of the avocado lime ranch dressing. You take your waffle fries. You... Let me see. Did I get the dressing? Barbecue sauce. What the heck? I gotta go back. Alright, I'm back. So, I had to go switch that out. The avocado ranch, that is like a key component of this. And the people at Chick-fil-A are so friendly. So, I looked in the bag. And instead of avocado ranch, I had honey barbecue sauce. So, I went back in. Found out there's an old lady working there. Probably in her 80s. I just said, ma'am, you know, I accidentally got the wrong, wrong kind of sauce. And she just took it from me and brought me two packs of the avocado ranch. So I'll definitely save that other one for something. Um, use it at home. But my favorite thing to do is you take the avocado ranch, you squeeze it out into the little sandwich box, whatever side the sandwich isn't in. Then you take one of the big, one of the biggest waffle fries you can find, submerge it in the avocado ranch, so it's like kind of good and coated. Then you take the top bun off, you put the avocado ranch fry on the sandwich put the bun back and then you eat it it is so good i don't know how or why i came up with that but i love it and that's what i do every time i go to chick-fil-a sometimes i'll be a little wild to get the fried chicken sandwich and that's really good but feeling the grilled chicken sandwich today i think this will be good i feel like maybe you know i lost a lot of electrolytes out there on the run and sodium's low kind of shaky so hopefully this will help get blood sugar and some sodium back in me Got some unsweet tea, and yeah, so I'm going to get my sandwich prepped and then hit the road.